With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's see. Okay, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right, very good. Testing, testing, one, two, for those who are... Watching and tuning in, you're tuned in to Unlock Your Minds, hosted by Brother Word, Brother YG, and we're talking about several issues tonight. We're talking about the election. Have you accepted or will you accept whatever the outcome is going to be? And that's a good question because it seems like um, a lot of our white counterparts are not willing to accept a Trump defeat. All right? So, guys, we're going live in 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, and make sure if you guys got like a noisy background that you either go somewhere quiet or like mute until you speak. Five, four, three, two. Peace and blessings, everybody. Peace and blessings, peace and blessings. You're tuned in to another edition of Unlock Your Mind here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. And guys, remember, if you guys got your car car bell going off, your seatbelt going off, just make sure you mute your phones until you get yourself situated or until I call on you. So what we're going to do right about now, brothers and sisters, is we're going to talk about the election. All right? That's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the election and all the things that pertain to that. And um, to our wonderful host. All right. That's what um, at this time, you guys can go to the Facebook page, Black Ice International, and you guys can share the live feed on your own pages. I just put it in the inbox. So um, look in the inbox for Unlock Your Mind, and um, when you go into the inbox, then share it out to your people and ask your people to um, call in. So we're talking about, again, the election night. And we want you guys that are watching this program right now to call in. We want your point of view about the election. <clears throat> what do you think about the election? Um, how does it feel to apparently be on the other side? Because four years ago, many people were supporting Hillary Clinton, and things didn't turn out too well for her. And, um, and now it appears as if Trump will not win this election, and things are not turning out so well for them. <clears throat> and we see a lot of the Republicans come out and talk about um, the vote is being tainted and all those things, and it's just something different when you see white people lose, it seems like. <laughs> you know, black people have been losing all along, but it's just seems like it's something different about seeing white people lose. Um, they don't like it too much. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the aspects of um, – um, the prison industry, and the fact that um, if you are in jail and you have not been convicted, you still have the right to vote, okay? If you have not been convicted, sometimes it takes two years for someone to go to court. It just continued and continued and continued, and then you got to have the trial, and the trial might last a long time. So don't you know those people that are locked up in prison still have the right to vote? 
and two, they are convicted. So we're going to talk about a few things I want to bring on our host right now. Let's go ahead and bring on Brother Word. Brother Word, we are so happy, brother, to have you. And um, definitely before you get into um, your thoughts about the topic tonight, for those who don't know who you are, just go ahead and greet yourself, say what's up to everybody, and tell people briefly a little bit about yourself. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. My name is Onye Davenport. Most people call me Brother Word, affectionately. Um, I just, I'm a n- newly released citizen, returning citizen. Well, I can't say I'm a returning citizen because I've been out four years after doing 20 years. Um, I'm, I got a passion for people. And I just really want to share whatever. Just want to share what our what our guy got on on my spirit. Uh, tonight's topic concerning the election. Me myself, personally, me myself, um, I felt like this was a was a, a, a really a no brainer election. But at the same time, it was like. Um, I feel like we were being pacified. I don't. I, I really don't want to get off into all of how I feel like we was being pacified. But I would like to know um, um, our callers calling in there. How do they feel about this election? I mean, it, I, I know when 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 Barack was being was in, it was because Barack was a black man. But with this election right here, it was so much in there. That, that 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 it was more entailed than just us voting for a black man. So that was just some of the issues that, that was flowing in the air with this election. Okay, we're going to get more into it a little bit later on in the show. Let's go ahead and bring on Brother YG. Brother YG, <clears throat> you just came home, I want to say about a month ago, and, um, man, you get thrown right into this, you know, this historical election and you seeing the news and people talking about it, and it's very controversial and everything. First of all, greet the people, tell the people who you are, a little bit about yourself, and uh, what you think about the topic tonight. Well, I want to say hi, everybody. Doing. My name is Brother YG. You know, and it's true. I just came home not too not too long ago, and I did get thrust right into this into this um, election thing. Now, I'm not able to vote just yet, but I, I didn't heard on both sides of the fence on how everybody feel about what's going on and who, who they think they should win and, and, and whatever the case may be. And, you know, um, for me, it's like, it's like I just, I want, I'm looking forward to, you know, my children, what be good for them. You know the, the topics, and I like I like things going on on both sides. Like it's things on both sides that I like, it's things on both sides that I don't like. You know, and it's and and I have to look at it and try to weigh which one would be more beneficial for my children. You know, and, and me also, but for my children most importantly. So it, it I'm still I'm still paying attention to what's going on and trying to figure things out. Um, man, and it's 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 this election definitely been a wild ride. Like it's been exciting, you know, brother Black Ice. What I'm talking about right there. With me, it was the same thing too. You know, it was a 
uh, a fact of I'm I'm the type of person that watch CNN all day for eight hours and Fox News for eight hours because I want to hear all perspectives. I want to find out what's going on with who and and um, you know their 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 thinking and their their perspective. I want to find out all those things. So I want to hear every point of view. You know what I'm saying in the matter. So. Um, it's just interesting to watch two different channels to hear two different tales of the same exact event. <laughs> so we're going to talk about yeah. that today. We're going to talk about the election. We're going to talk about the candidates. We're going to talk about white rage. And we're going to talk about black issues. Again, the election, the candidates, white rage, and black issues. We're going to talk about all those things tonight. So, um, Let's go ahead and bring on um, Brother Word first. Um, Brother Word, the question that I have for you is, what were some of the good things that you liked about Trump and then some of the bad things you liked about Trump and some of the good things you liked about Biden and some of the bad things you liked about Biden? I mean, some of the bad things about Biden. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, First of all, Let's let's deal with Trump. The the first thing, one of the the best, biggest things that I like about Trump is, you you he you you, what you see is what you get. I mean, you know, at least with him, you knew he he gonna tell everything. He gonna talk everything out. I like the fact that he was a businessman. I remember back when I was in prison, I had told um, a young lady that I was dating back then. I said America needs a, a businessman to run it. Like Lee Iatoyle. So I, um, I do like the, the business aspect because he does run, and America is a business. What I don't like about Trump is, what I don't like about Trump is, um, I don't like the chaos that comes with Trump. It's like it, everything is chaotic. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Chaotic people, um, they, 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 they scare my spirit. Now, as far as Biden is concerned, and, and, and I'm going to keep it real, I don't like nothing about Biden at all. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I would just leave it at that, man. I don't like anything about, about Biden. Okay. YG? Okay, so let's go ahead. Man, um, Brother YG, go ahead. Man, listen. And and it's so crazy that Brother Word said exactly how I was feeling. You know, far as like Trump, I like the business aspect because if you approach things as a business aspect, it, it tends to get ran better than a person that just dictates. Now, on the flip side, yeah, the rhetoric may be a little thrown off, but me, I'm an up-close-and-blunt type of person myself. So I, I, I like the upfrontness. You know, some may some may think that he's too upfront and and and, and not concealing. With that's what I, that's what I don't like about Joe Biden. It's like, you know, I had a conversation with my sister the other day, right? And I asked her, and I would ask the viewers to this: like, would you want a person that you know that you know don't like you around you than a person that's faking like he like you around you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that person that's faking is plotting, and you will never see it until it's too late. But that person that you know, 
that don't like you, y'all at a common ground in the beginning. So mm-hmm. you will know how to deal and work around that person to get to 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 get where you're trying to get. It's it's easier than being stabbed in the back. Now Joe Biden, and I listen to a lot of the things, and it's like the only thing that a lot of a lot of things that's on these fans is, you know, we just don't want the last president in. And I and I try to think on a global level, not just these two individuals, because personally, I don't know these two individuals, you know. And like I said in the beginning, they got some things I like. They got some things I don't like on both sides. But on the global level, I got to look at, I try to look at history, you know, and I know that our people that have been used all these years in politics. They're going to say this, they're going to do, they're going to say they're going to do this, say they're going to do that, say they're going to do that, and never done it. And never do it, you know what I'm saying? Now, with the last president, you know, you know I'm for Obama. Like I'm Obama head, but at the same time, it's like his hands was tied on the things that he wanted to do, he couldn't do. Right. And maybe that's not the case, but a lot of things that wasn't done. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I look over history, and history definitely re- repeats itself over people using us as a people all these years. And it's hard for me to think on just okay, this politicians, what they gonna do for my people? I want to, I want to know what they gonna do where I can get in myself and prosper from what they laying down, not just for my people, but for the people. Right. So I try to think on the longs of that. You know what I'm saying, like. A lot of people didn't benefit from the last four years, but a lot of people did benefit. That is my people that benefited from the last four years and what was laid down, whether it was from Obama or from this administration. They took advantage on what got laid down, and and they prospered from it. And I know my people, they had a lot of information from my people. So I can't fault my people for not taking advantage of the things that's been laying down. But the ones that did get the knowledge, they did take advantage and they prospering. You know, it's open for business. I think those tariffs, that was good for us because all we had to do was learn how to go make TVs. And those tariffs, that was from China, I guarantee you the TVs that we learned to make or made would have been sold right here in America. And I like that agenda because the last administrator, how much I love Obama, his agenda, which they used them, his agenda was the was the solidified of bonds with the other countries that we lost through Bush. Right. And that was his agenda. Everywhere that he did something good for was from from Israel, the Taliban, the everywhere else. But that was his job, and that's what they used him for. They put a black face in there to strengthen, to re-strengthen the bonds with the other countries. Now, right. this administration came with the message of, America first, and you know one of the first things. Now I may be wrong, but I'm thinking I'm and I'm and I'm gonna break it down for you for the viewers. You know, one of the first things he did was lock down the borders. Now me personally, how I thought about that was, you know, be coming up on our adolescent years and on the block. The first thing we do, first thing we did, the first order of the day was security, each end of the block. The money was made in the middle of the block. Right. So on a bit on a bigger scale, 
the president locked down both ends of the block, which is the border, and try to focus all the money getting made in the middle, being the America's United States of America. So, you know, it, it's hmm. you, you know some people can't can couldn't can't grasp that, but I think in old levels, and he's on a bigger scale. And also, I was around with politics. You know, my uncle ran for politics, so I've seen the dirty things they was doing, the lies they was spewing. So I really try to look deeper to what's being said by one group of people or the next group of people and put it together. I watch CNN and Fox, both sides of the story, and I try to get my own thought process from both sides. But that's why I'm at with it, Brother Ice. Okay, all right, I like that, I like that. Um, let's go ahead and go to our next question um, on on the table. Is we, we we're talking about white rage, okay? We we um we we're talking about white rage, and um, fellas, make sure y'all stay in that Facebook inbox. Um, that's the only way I can communicate with you guys when we're live on the air is through the Facebook inbox. So make sure you guys stay in that. What's up, Cuzzo T? Um. We're talking about white rage right now. Um, we're talking about the election, of course. But what are your concerns if Trump loses? You know, there is there is um, propaganda and and pamphlets going around that if Trump loses, then there's going to be an uprising. Uh, militia is going to come out and they're going to target you know black people and and um, Hispanic people and quote-unquote, what this country calls minorities, and you've seen it at some polling places. Um, there were some people who were in gas stations, and they were surrounded by Trump supporters with the Confederate flag and those things. So it seems like a lot of hatred is coming out um, amongst white people in rural areas. And so I'm going to go to Brother Word first. And let's talk about this white rage. Number one, do you see it? Number two, um, are you concerned about it? And you can unmute your phone, my brother, um, so we can make sure we hear you. Brother Word. Okay. Yes. Uh, man, great, great, great topic. Um, so you asked me, number one, do I see it? Number two, am I concerned? It's 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 funny when we talk about like 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 white rage, and 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 do I see it? I see it unfortunately on so many different levels, to the point where I mean it's 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 it, we we talk about the systemic, and you know the systemic is there, and the systemic the crazy part about it is the systemic is it's subliminal. It's like it's it's like spiritual. It's like how when they say, you know, they, they took the chains off the ankles and put them in your mind and stuff like that. So do, do, have I seen the takeover? The, 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 the takeover has never really stopped subliminally or spiritually or systematically. That's never stopped. But the, 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 the new stuff that's coming up now, like the physical act, the physical act, that's, that's, a, that's a, a whole different thing. And am I concerned about it? Of course I'm concerned. I'm, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned of, as, as far as it being a black or a white thing. I'm concerned as it being a people thing. And, and the fact that, 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 that people, that America 
or, or, or that citizens, you know, could go up to an uproar over, 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 um, really, really, really what you would call it is, is, is ignorance. It's, mm-hmm. it's basically sheer ignorance. And, yes, right. I'm very, 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 very concerned about it. Another reason why I'm concerned about it is if, if stuff like that was to erupt, I don't think that we as African Americans are prepared. I think I think that we think that we are, but I don't think that we prepare. I don't think we're nowhere near prepared for anything like that. And God forbid that it that that, that anything like that like that happen. But I, I will say this once again, um, as far as like when you talk about white rage, white rage is usually it's it's like um 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 I I, re- I remember I remember um back in the days I did a thing on Hitler and and it said that Hitler used emotion for many and reason for few. That means did nobody ever ask Hitler why he was doing anything? He just played off their emotions, and that's what white rage is. When somebody playing off the emotions of white people and just getting them into a rage. Because they don't need no reason. What's the reason? Are we white? And that's good enough for them. <laughs> they, 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 they jump on the boat and they ready, and, and, and they ready to go. So it's, it's, it's really usually, you know, a method of emotion. It's, it's more emotion than I think it is reason. You black and we white. It's more of an emotional thing. And, and, and for but those who just tuned in... And let me um, let me say this real quick. For those who are tuned in, you're tuned in to Unlock Your Minds here on the four-time National Award-winning POET Radio. And we're talking about the election today. We're talking about, you know, the candidates. What did you like and not like about both candidates? We're talking about the election. This is the historical election. Now we're on the part where we're talking about white rage. It seems or it appears as if, as if many Trump supporters, which were predominantly white from rural areas and suburban areas throughout the country are ready to start a revolt um, kindled and inspired by the president who said that he was not willing to turn over power peacefully. And so that's what Brother Word was commenting on. You can uh, go ahead and finish your last thought, Brother Word. And make sure your phone is unmuted, my brother. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Um, Hey. Yeah, that, that, I was closing out on that, but I didn't know that he had said that he wouldn't return, turn the power over peacefully. But once again, that just amplifies about what I say. Usually uh, white rage is it's emotionally, emotionally led by somebody, you know, that's, 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 that's the, the puppeteer. So uh, usually, like they say, if you, if you, you know, you kill a spider, you ain't never got to worry about the webs no more. But right. that's just a, a big old speech. Now, let me, now let me throw a monkey wrench in the equation because while black people are tuned in to CNN, Fox News, and whatever news outlets you're watching, especially those of us who are in Chicago or the Chicagoland area, and especially those of us who are trying to stop the violence that's being committed by our, our own people against our own people, I just want to show you the numbers for October and Brother Word and Brother YG, I hope that y'all are watching the screen on Facebook right now uh, and, and see what I'm about to show you. But these are the final homicide counts for the month of October in the month of Chicago. Now, keep in mind that there was only 31 days in the month of October. 
I want y'all to see the statistics of how many people were killed in Chicago. Not just shot and killed, but killed total. And that would be the 69 number at the bottom. Now, um, how many people were shot? 359 people. It's only 365 days in a year. So while we're watching the election, did you see any news outlets report the violence that was going on in Chicago during the election? I just wanted to show you something. Don't sleep on what's going on in our neighborhoods and in our cities. And I'm not necessarily saying that black people are the only people that are committing, committing these murders and these crimes because we have a lot of folks walking around with black face on. We got a lot of undercover cops that are doing things that you don't see. This is why a lot of people don't get caught. The um, arrest rate of those who commit murder in the city of Chicago is maybe like 20-something percent. They're not catching the killers. That's interesting to me. You can catch me running a red light and send me a $100 ticket in the mail, but you can't catch all these killers in our neighborhood that are committing these crimes. I got a problem with that. But now let's get back to our regularly scheduled program. Let's go ahead and go to Brother YG. We're talking about white rage right now. Um, Your president and my president and our president said that he was not willing to turn power over peaceably. He said he's already came out and said he thinks that the election was rigged, that there was voting tampering. Now, he didn't say that when the Russians were tampering with the election in 2016, but he's saying that there's tampering and all those things. So it's like he's setting things up, knowing that he can't win. The path for him to win is slim to none. So now he wants to set things up where he said, okay, well, man, it was um, they stole the election. Okay? That brings out white rage from white militia groups in rural areas and suburban areas of these cities. And so, Brother YG, um, number one, do you see the white rage? And number two, are you concerned about it, at least for our people? Well, <clears throat> I have seen it on the news. I, I, I've been blessed and get a chance. I haven't seen nothing. And I, and I am concerned for just more than our people. I, I'm concerned about the society that's the path that is on its way to, even from that rhetoric that's going on from the president and everybody else, because it's like, it's so crazy. I think I refer everything to break it, break it all the way down. I, 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 I try to break everything all the way down to the lowest and then try to explain it for people to understand. It's like when two people arguing and it's a person in the middle trying to break it up, that person gets louder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gets right. louder and louder. But if but if you done never done if you don't do nothing, nine times out of ten, it don't even get that loud and, and it's and it's handled more quietly. You know. So with this rhetoric, it starts from the top just a, a line, a sentence, or even regular, uh, uh, just the rhetoric, you know, it, and it's crazy. But it starts from there when everybody comes in on all the news channels or uh, personal opinions and everything else. Because when a story starts here, but by the time they get there, it gets way worse. You know what I'm saying? Now, 
I'm not for the rhetoric. So I don't want people to get me confused about the rhetoric because I feel the rhetoric does start the the rest of the rhetoric that's going down the pipeline saying this is what's going to happen or this, that, and the other. But by the time they get down, it's going to be a full um, it's gonna be almost a civil war again. <laughs> that's that's what it, it comes all the way down to the bottom. I, when it, by the time it got back to me, you know, and as long as people step in and say this was gonna happen, this was gonna happen. Now, God forbid that it does, but it it ramps up the the radicals. It ramps it up. It ramps it up. It ramps it up. So somebody that's having mental illness right now because mental illness is at an all time high. It's gonna be a person with mental illness or people of of that capacity do act on what they've been hearing and what they've been listening to, you know. And God forbid that it gets there. I do worry about my people. I worry about society more because society is what drives the people or my people or my children. So it is on my mind, and, and God forbid it even get that far, but. As long as people amping it up, it's a possibility it does. You know, um, you know, we we you talked about and we talked about a nation divided, and it, it appears as if this nation is divided. But I'm always interested when I see the map of the states that vote for Republican and the states that vote for Democrat. And I'm going to show you yeah. guys this map, and it's like. All the states that are on the East Coast, Upper East Coast, and the West Coast, it seems like those are the states that vote Democratic. And in the Upper Midwest, this time, Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, uh, they all voted Democratic this time. We knew Illinois was going to go Democratic because it's just a Democratic state. But I just want you guys to look at this map. And see how much red is in this map right here. So when you look at this map and you see how much red is in this map, <clears throat> it's like we are a country that's divided in two. Um, two different viewpoints, two different ways of looking at things, and it's just very interesting. It's like how are we going to bring, be able to bring this country together? How is... President Biden, because he only has six electoral votes away from winning, how is President Biden going to be able to bring these red states together? Um, What is he going to have to do for them in order to bring them together at the end of the day? So it's just very interesting, man, when you see these totals and these results, it's like we're really split down the middle. This election really... It's split down the middle. I'm like, it's less than like 10 points difference between Donald Trump and uh, Joe Biden as far as how many millions of people voted for Joe Biden, how many millions of people voted for uh, President Trump. I think it's like a difference of like 10 million votes out of 250 million people. So, man, we we just got a lot of stuff to talk about. So we're going to talk about now, let's talk about black issues. Black people overwhelmingly voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, overwhelmingly, maybe like 70% or so, right? So 
what are some of the major black issues that we should be concerned about? And Ice Cube, he um, had a contract for black America that he introduced and put on the table. Uh, I don't quite know what's actually in that contract. Maybe I need to do a little bit of research. But Brother YG, I'm I'm sorry, Brother Word, I want to come to you and uh, just talk to you a little bit about, you know, Man, this this what are some of the black issues that we need to be demanding that our next president or our next administration uh, address, brother Word? And you could take okay. your phone off. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, let me say this: we we do we definitely need to do some research on that Ice Cube Black America. Because um, uh, not to go off the off the thing, but I seen him. They was interviewing. I don't watch the news. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't I don't watch the news. But I seen where they was interviewing him, and they was trying to say that he was supporting Trump. And he said, I, "I'm not a Trump supporter." He said, "I he said I, I I presented my plan to both sides, and Trump's party called me and was willing to talk. That's all." So I think that that's a very good uh, thing. Who knows? It might be in four years. It might be Ice Cube for president. But let's get to my issues. My, I, I think the biggest, biggest, biggest issue we could say as a black issue, but I think it's an American issue, is healthcare. Healthcare is very, 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 very important. And I hope, trust, and pray that um, Biden would bring back um, Obamacare or. I guess he's going to call it um, Biden care, but that would be one of the first issues. And, and second, with me, as far as issues, I'm very, very big on mass incarceration. I'm very, very big on on, on um, just locking black people up and locking black people up and locking black people up, and that's the answer to every situation and every circumstance and everything that goes by. That's what society wants to do, you know, and uh, I really think that, that, that Biden needs to look into the court system. He needs to look into a lot of people's cases, he, he, even to the point where I think a lot of people's stuff should just get stricken, period, because that, 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 the, system, the systemic behind um, having an X on your back and being incarcerated, it, it follows you over and over and over. I've been out four years, and I am still handcuffed, handcuffed to the time, to the situation, to the circumstances, to the uh, uh, epitome, to the to the humility, to the stupidity of what I did. And I don't think I ever, 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 ever leave, live, live it out in America's eyesight. So, and, and, and honestly and truthfully, when you say how do we bring America together, honestly and truthfully, I don't think Biden is a person that is going to be able to do that. If he was, I would have voted for him. I would have voted for him with confidence. I didn't vote for him in confidence. I voted for him out of desperation. And not to tell my, my vote, but I don't think that he's the person that's going to bring America together. It may not be in these next four years. It might be um, years later. My YG? Okay. I agree totally. Okay, go ahead. I I agree, brother. Word, I agree with you totally. Um, everything that you mentioned, and and 
that's one of the biggest things. And I also want to add, well, I want to just piggyback off what you said because one of the main things it seemed like they was trying to get all our black kids a record or on record. So that is a problem. I don't care what it is. The main thing was to get them in the system, and that's a big problem. And one other thing I wanted to add is the um, housing. And I ain't talking about public. I ain't talking about project housing. I'm talking about being able to own these houses and make it easier for us, affordable housing for us to own. Because one of the main things is other nationalities. It stays in their family, and that's their wealth. Is is that land and that housing? Like they 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 can remortgage everything dealing with money and their wealth is behind the land and housing that they own. So it has to be a plan with us and our people to make it affordable for us to own these lands and these houses for where we can be a wealth off of it also. Like that. And that's like and that's one of my main things. Okay, I like and, that. and that's my main thing. Yeah. Okay, let's so everything what Brother Word said plus the housing, like that's that's like a must, the land. Because we we help build this land. So we should be we should be we should feel entitled to something. Brother Ice. So for those who are tuned in, you're tuned in to Unlock Your Minds and um these brothers both have been incarcerated and they have gotten out, they have changed their lives, they're doing something wonderful and something powerful. And we're talking about the election, what both candidates would bring to the table, and it appears as if Joe Biden is going to be the next president. So we talked about a little bit about prison reform and what's in it for the black people. I mean, that's our concern. What's in it for us? What's in it for our community? Um, under the Obama administration, um, there was limited things that were done that changed the reality of the community in which we live, especially on the south side and the west side of Chicago, Baltimore, Philadelphia, and some of the other cities that are out there. So we are expecting to get something out of this administration for our community. We're not looking for uh, any handouts, per se. We're looking for a hand up. That's all. Just give us the resources that we need to change the reality in our own communities, and then let us go about um, putting forth the effort to make those changes happen. With that being said, let's go ahead and to go to our caller. We got 773-808 on the line, 773-808. Caller, state your name and where you're calling from. Uh, Duncan Ellington. And, um, yeah, when I got in on the line, I was uh, busy on conversation. But uh, I okay, so let me ask you the question. Let, let, let me ask you the question. Let me ask you the question. Right. Just just introduce yourself, brother. Let me let me let me host the show, my brother. Okay. So let me ask you let me ask you the question. The question we're dealing with right now is black issues. So the question that I want to ask you is, what are some of the issues that black people need to be addressing a Biden um Harris administration? Um something that definitely our community um can build from. Go ahead. Uh, well, what our community could build from. Uh, I mean, uh, is it education? I think, 
is it health care? Is it affordable housing? Is it crime? Is it, you know what I'm saying? So that, that's, you know, what, what are some of the issues that we need to be bringing to the table? Well, I think health care is a right for everybody. I mean, you right. know, that's a service to, you know, in uh, the issue of black people that are uh, in the health care situation is how they shut down many uh, uh, clinics and things dealing with mental health uh, has caused a lot of chaos and caused a lot of imprisonment and a lot of homelessness. So on that uh, aspect of dealing with the urban environment, I think uh, they need to bring back more mental health care uh, facilities. Uh, but now what about when I um, what about economic wealth though? I mean, Ice Cube said it, you know, the other day. He said, "If you ain't got no money, people don't respect you." Black people need money. Black people need economic wealth. Healthcare is really not a black issue per se because. Uh, whatever the administration passes for health care is going to be for all Americans. And we're talking about black people specifically. What's in it for the black people? So outside of health care, how do we go from being poor to being middle class? I mean, that, that's, you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, that's one of my issues. I don't know if it's one of yours. And I did ask you, you know, your opinion as far as black issues were concerned and what we need to address this administration. But, you know, like I said, that's my just my biggest concern. How can we take black people from being poor and living in ghettos and being in roach-infested roach housing on the south side and west side of Chicago and start building up the west side and the south side to look like Hyde Park and to look like Boys Town and to look like the north side? Well, the thing with that is has to do with the banks and the lending institution. And I mm -hmm. believe that, you know, when – when it comes to us being lent a lot of money for uh, real estate and, uh, of, you know, loans for housing and, and ownership of uh, properties, you know, that should be an issue that should be directly uh, given some leeway for black Americans because we are, like we say, we built this country, so we shouldn't be having a hard line when it comes to getting the funding for uh, ownership and uh, businesses that will bring into inheritance wealth. But uh, I don't really want to go off on the sideline, but I feel it's necessary when I look at yes, the blue and the, and the uh, red. The thing is, I see the red as more as the less populated lands, uh, states, but with the larger uh, area. I believe these are the farmlands and the in the lands from which a lot of the food resources come from. I might be wrong, but then the other other blue sta blue states are more where the urban areas and the cities and the more populated areas are. And um, I believe that's why it's more dedication for Black people in the democratic thing because we live in an urban, more city environment. And with that, it's more concentrated to bring us out of the employment and out of the opportunity for advancement. And that's why we suffer more in the inner cities than most of our white counterparts or other cultural counterparts, which goes back to the banking issue and, and the ownership issue and businesses in our own communities. 
So I believe that's where it all lies in and changing the wealth is in being able to access the funds, uh, have ownership, and have ownership in our neighborhoods, you know, make our own businesses and our own employment in our own neighborhoods. The other thing is a bigger thing with bringing manufacturing and distribution of, uh, of materials through uh, ownership of businesses and factories and stuff like that, which I think that's a hard line for America, period, because all the big corporations have sent their materials out to foreign lands. Okay. I mean, I, I love it, brother. I love that answer. And I knew that, you know, this is something that that's near and dear to your heart. So I wanted to bring you on on this particular one because I knew that, you know what I'm saying, I, I knew what you were going to bring to the table. So, Brother Word, you heard what Brother Duncan Ellington said. What are your thoughts with what bro that brother just spoke about, uh, Brother Word? And you can come off mute, my brother, if you... Hello. Yeah, um, I, my my thoughts on that is I I I really 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 once you when you re, rephrase that which when you guys was talking about that and you got to talking about the black wealth and stuff like that ah man I really really that 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 I think as far as African Americans are concerned I think that probably is our one of our biggest issues because I think a lot of the stuff that goes on in our community stems from 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 poverty. But uh, I I was I, I was listening to you when you said when you was talking about the, the 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 slums on the west side and the south side, and then you start naming other sides. And I was just thinking in my head about I was I was when I when I left Chicago back in '96. 47 and all that, that was the dirty load. It was drug infested. I mean, it, all type of stuff was going on down there. And somehow, I don't know who it was, they, they changed that. Now it's Bronzeville. You know, it's, it's multi-culture. It's, 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 it's little crime. It's, 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 the land is, it's, it's, it's rich. If you, if you got some land up in Bronzeville, you better believe you got some nice land. You're going to get a, a nice spin. So it seems as if the only way a community gets like that, though, is when white folks stop moving in, you know, such as Bronzeville, such as High Park, such as other places. It seems like that's the only time that the city is interested in investing in the black community. Inglewood, too. Look at Inglewood. You see, you know, white folks walking up and down 63rd Street. And now you got the new Kennedy King College on 63rd and Halstead. You got, you know, um, yeah. you got um, a new Whole Foods on 63rd and Halstead. You know, um, it was a food desert for a minute, you know. So I just wanted to in interject that out there while you were talking. Yeah, uh, and, and you, you hit that right. You know, I was working for this, for this program in Inglewood, and Every time I looked up, it was white developers coming in Inglewood, and I kept asking myself, "What is it about Inglewood?" But it, it, I, I, it, 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 I don't, I, I know it's happening when you know the white, when people want to regenerate. My thing is, it happened. <laughs> That's the thing. So when people say, "Well, it can't happen," or "This can't happen," or "That can't happen," Bronzeville. Coming from the dirty low, the change and, the, and, and, and everything that took place there, it lets you know that it can happen. 
honestly and truthfully. Right. Why do you say that? Brother YG? We may have lost him. Make sure he's still on your line. And, uh, well, brother excuse my bad. Okay. But that's pretty you much everything. I, that's pretty much everything I touched on with the, um, with the housing and everything and the rebuilding. You know, one thing about it, the main thing is for us to show unity. When there's no unity within us, which there is, but it could be more, it could be better. But once a person sees unity amongst each other, Ain't no telling. It's a lot of things can happen. And that's the main thing for us to go get, move towards wealth within our people. You know, it starts with us and move and move forward from that, you know. Um, and like Brother Word said, it can happen, <laughs> you know. And, and, you know, I pray that it do one day, and I think it will. You know, it's, it's just going to take a minute. Um, Brother Drew Ali said it's going to take us a person to be 50 to even understand the power that we have. Right, right. And, right. It, and, it, and, it's, a, and it's a true statement, and it starts with us, you know. And, and that's the main thing, man. I, I know we can, we can say everything we want, everything we need, but it starts with us, man. And once, a, once a, anybody see anybody, a group mm-hmm. that's together, they always going to be willing to, do anything for them, move mountains, anything, you know. Okay, so here's the last and, question of the night. The last question of the night is, um, if indeed, and it appears as if it will, if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are elected as president, do you think that you would see any major changes um that will affect black people in this country. And before you guys answer, I'm going to actually start with uh, Brother Duncan Ellington. Oh, well, okay. I do feel it's going to be a change. I think it's going to be a change because of the, the tribulations of the past president and the, uh, the, how would I say it, the hindrances of, when Obama was in office. Uh, the thing that's happening, I believe, is the humanity is, is facing America, and the world is watching. And I believe those who truly have an understanding of the need of true justice in America, that that's going to be the pressure on, these, on this candidate that if Biden wins. Uh, I believe it's going to be a, 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 a pressure on Trump, even because he brought the pressure on anyway. So I believe it's going to be a pressure on Biden to deal with the humanity, like he said, the character of the United States is online. So I believe it's going to have to, we're going to have to realize injustice for, injustice for any is injustice for all. And that's what America got to face. It got to face the sin of this injustice. And it's got to face it and rise up that if it don't raise faces injustice, it's going to fall deeper in the pit. I like that. I like that. Uh, okay. Brother Word, do you think that there are going to be any major changes um, under a Biden and Harris um, administration, you know, especially um, that changes that we can see as black people? 
First of all, I think the word change is very ambiguous. I think everybody will have their own definition or understanding of what they feel change is. That I think that just comes with, 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 with the politics. But I think change is inedible. I think as far as change, change is going to come regardless. Um, if, it, if it's for black people or if it's change for good, if it's change for bad, it could even be the change where um, Biden unfortunately doesn't finish his four terms and Kamala comes in. So I'm, I'm sure it's, it, we're going to see some changes. I just I hope that the I changes. Didn't, I didn't think about that, brother. We could have our first black female president, huh? Yeah, because um, you know Biden is um, he he up in the age, so it's I think it's going to be a lot of change. I just hope that it would be change. I I I hope it would be change in a in a direction of 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 of, of the issues and everything that's being exposed now. Now, honestly and truthfully, it 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 is hot. Well. I'm not even gonna say that because I'm 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 gonna go off a little too far and I don't wanna go off a little too far. But um I think change is inedible. I just hope it is productive and positive change. Why Well, I concur with everything you said. It's definitely gonna be some type of change. And it's in the eye of the beholder if it's good or it's bad. Mm. You know, for what what's good for one person might not be good for the next. So it's gonna be a change. We just don't know exactly what it is and how exactly it's going to affect us individually, you know. So I definitely agree with you, Brother Word. Um, and I would like to see the changes. You know, it's, it's been a while since I've been watching politics now, starting with running in politics. So, you know, it's it's a... It's a lot of exposure going on right now with cameras everywhere. So there's a lot of things that's out there. So like you said, it's pressure on the next or the old, especially on the next. But it's a lot of pressure, period, for change to come on a lot of things. So, you know, we're blessed We're blessed to be here to see the changes that's going to come about. So right. we, I just want to see what they is. Brother Ice? You know, um, I'm, I'm interested to see what it's going to be, too, because I know whatever happens, you know, is going to be ordained um, by God, whatever happens, you know, um, in the next four, um, four years, starting with February of 2021. And I'm actually interested to see what's going to happen between now and February. <laughs> you know, that's going to be very interesting to see, too, because we still have a Republican Senate. And um, although the Democrats have the majority in the House, you know, it's just going to be interested as to what passes, you know, um, you know, uh, what Trump vetoes um, during the time of now and the time of February. How many people he lets out of prison by pardoning them? Because believe if this man loses, which it seems like it's going to be, he's going to have a bad taste in his mouth. And he's going to do everything that he can because he's just that type of individual to, be, to put a bad taste in the mouths of his enemies, you know. So I'm very interested in that, man. But look, man, tonight has been a wonderful, very informative conversation. We spoke about the election today. If you did not see the whole thing, then it is on video. Um, 
it is on video and um we want you guys to go back and watch the whole thing and not only share it because again this is a platform and a format for brothers and sisters who were incarcerated so all of the hosts on this show have just come home from being incarcerated in prison some for 10 years some for 20 years and i wanted to make sure that i gave them a platform to talk about different issues that affected them when they were incarcerated, that affects them now, now that they're out and looking for different things that can better their personal situation and the situation for their families. So, number one, I just want to say God is good, man, and, and I thank him, you know, and I give all the, the praise and the honor and the glory to, to him because these two gentlemen right here, you know, um, they are a living, breathing witness as to what God can do for you. Yeah, we've made mistakes. Yeah, we paid our debt to society, but now we're home, and we're trying to affect change, not only in ourselves, but in our community. So, um, Brother YG and Brother Word, man, I really want to say thank y'all so much, man. I definitely uh, appreciate y'all and the information that y'all gave uh, for tonight's show on this election. Thank you, too, man. Thank you for giving me the chance and this platform to even speak on different issues, man. I definitely appreciate you, too, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. And so um, you guys got to go back and check out the last show that we did, too, and it was called Relationship Behind Bars. And it's just, you know, just saying the difficulty of um, uh, maintaining relationships while you are incarcerated. But again, tonight we were talking about the election. We were talking about both candidates. We were talking about white rage, and we were talking about black issues. And these are all things that we we, we got to prepare. You know, we say we want change, but we really don't know what to ask for. We don't prepare for it, so that when the resources become available, like. People were running around here with $10,000. They never had that much money in their life. They never, they didn't know what to do with it, so they just went shopping. They bought new wardrobes. They bought a car. They bought clothes. These things are not, you know, tangible things. These, these are things that depreciate in value. We got to teach our people to be owners of property, things that appreciate in value. So, as we continue to do this show, and the show is called Unlock Your Mind, because, see, your body can be locked up in prison, but your mind can be free. And your body can be out of prison, but your mind can be locked up. So it's time to unlock your mind. So on behalf of Brother YG, on behalf of Brother Word, Brother Duncan Ellington, I appreciate you for calling in to the show tonight. I'm your brother, Black Ice, and until next time, Unlock your minds, brothers and sisters. Peace and blessings, everybody. Good night. Good night. God bless. All right, big bro. All right, bro. Take it easy. Be safe out there, bro. You too. Okay. God bless everybody.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.